0: I want to speak to you about Christ this morning. By the way, the great Spurgeon, they said that he would take a text from all over the Bible, but he'd always end up with the blood or with the person of Jesus Christ. said almost every sermon, if not every sermon. He gave the gospel so plainly that a little child could receive Christ and know the way to salvation. Isn't that marvelous? And who else do we read sermons by as much as the great Spurgeon who preached to 6,000 every Sunday for years. And he started that at about 25 years old. They say he died early because of the downgrade movement. And they all forsook him. His own brother stepped out of the Baptist Union. He said, one step out of compromise is worth a whole lifetime of hollering against it and speaking out against it. Just take one step out of it. That says more, does it not? I hope you thank the Lord that you're saved. I hope you thank the Lord that there are independent Baptist churches in America. And I hope our dear sister back there whose grandfather and her father and her uncle are all independent Baptist preachers. Or was your grandfather an independent Baptist too? I don't know. But anyhow, thank God. And they were part of both of those churches. Isn't that a privilege? Sit under your own father and your own uncle. And then your grandfather was a, a, a pastor, a preacher. Great heritage. Boy, oh, our sister ought to thank God every morning for that. Amen? Heritage. That's what we don't have today. I mean, I, I don't know anybody in my, in, in back, Pastor Hammons, I don't know anybody back there that even was saved except for my cousin, Amos Mole, and he's up in heaven now. God bless his memory. Before he died, he said, He said, Jack, I've got some money I've set aside. He said, you know where I could give it to the, the glory of God? I'm not going to be here too long. Sure." hope I gave the right advice. You know what he did? He, he went and bought for a missionary girl a brand new, not some junk heap or not even a, a good used vehicle. Went and bought a brand new car and gave it to her. Lady, a girl missionary. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Amen? He didn't leave it all to his wife. Now I think you ought to leave some to your wife, but I'm telling you, we better leave something for God. If you have a will, you better include God in your will. Amen? Hello, I don't know why I'm getting on this. You ought not to, you ought not to give your whole insurance policy to your wife. In the Bible days, they gave it to the, the oldest son, and he took care of the mother. And Jesus at the cross said, Behold thy mother, John. Woman, behold thy son. And he took her to his house and provided for her, John. The apostle. but You better include the Lord. You you ought to tithe off your insurance policy. Hello? Well, we're going to die one of these days. Hello? Unless Jesus comes back in our day. Wouldn't it be terrible you left all your money to one of your relatives, your children and your wife, and you forgot the Lord? Mm, That's good preaching even if I'm doing it. The tithe is the Lord's. Amen? Honor the Lord. Well, that's not my message, though. But it's good instruction. By the way, was it not the one in the Old Testament? He died, and he he had debts. I just read. And what happened? All the oil? She went out and got all these oil things because she went to the man of God. They were going to take her two sons and make them servants, slaves because of the debts he owed. But that woman would not have had the courage, I don't think, to go to the man of God had her husband not been a good man, a good prophet. She said, you know my husband. He's gone now. I said, gather up those vessels. Start pouring out. <laughs> Glory, part of a miracle. <laughs> pouring it out, pouring it out, pouring it out. Aren't there any other vessels? The boy said, nope, we got everything. We cleaned everybody's house out all the way around the whole place, Mom. Well, all right, pour this one out. She said, now what should I do? You just sell that, and live off the rest, and your debt's paid. God cares for widows. Amen? We didn't have any widows in our church. So you know what we did? We, we took one on for $50 a month. That's not much, but it's better than nothing. If the Lord leads us, we'll take another one on. God will supply. God will provide. Take care of all your needs. But you need to put the Lord first. I want to speak to you a few, a few p's in uh, the, the life of Christ, what Jesus means. How much, how, how much does Jesus mean to you this morning? He's your only answer. He's your only hope. There's only one name you can be saved by. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name given among men, whereby we must be saved. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace." That's our Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, how wonderful He is. All the way through the Bible, our Savior. But He's the only answer for the sinner. For by grace are you saved. You're only going to get the grace from Christ. For by grace, the grace of Christ, are you saved through faith. Faith in what? In Christ. Not in a system, not in a Baptist church, not in the baptismal waters, not in some cross, even though it's a a naked cross. No, it's the the Christ on the cross who is now resurrected and come off the cross that saves us. And only his name, Mohammed's name, is not the right name. No one will get into heaven trusting Mohammed. Mohammed. And that's sad because as I came for prayer this morning, I went by the the, uh, mosque here. And there at their altar, you can see right through the window, and I saw a man. I came early this morning. I came about 30 minutes early. 6.30, and so it's 6.30 or earlier. And there he was at the altar praying, where are our Independent, fundamental, Bible-believing, sin-hating, Christ-exalting, Baptist at six-something in the morning. That Muslim was there in all his garb, praying to a God that is no God. And Allah is not our God. He has the wrong name. And much is meant in the Scriptures about His name. His name shall be called Wonderful. Oh, what a name it is. Wonderful name. Don't we say, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And he's just the same as his lovely name. Yes, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Oh, it's all in him. What about his purity? Oh, he's the purest of the pure. You can spend all your life cleaning yourself up and you'll still not be as pure as he is. Amen? Just one impartation of his his person in the person of the Holy Spirit. And as I ask the the people who just profess faith in the Lord, where is your sin now? And they say, it's gone. Or it's away. Many of them say, it's away. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) When Christ comes in, your sin goes away. The sin that would damn you, the sin that would condemn you, the sin that would make you burn in hell forever. In the prison house of the damned. The furnace of fire, it's spoken of in the Bible. I'm not going to the furnace. I'm going to a place where the river of life is up there. Pleasures forevermore. Because why? Because I'm any good? No, but the Christ in me is the purest of the pure. And as soon as he comes into a sinner and takes up his residence in the person of the Holy Ghost of God, you're just as perfect as Jesus in your inner man, because he's not, just because he's in you, it doesn't make him any less pure. Did you get that? Just even though he comes and takes residence up in the person of the Holy Ghost, in the sinful man's heart, it doesn't hurt Jesus one bit. It doesn't make him any more pure to live and walk in a filthy sinner. Hey, man, A redeemed sinner. Oh, no, he's impeccably pure. You can search, spend all your life like Ingersoll and all these these, uh, agnostics and atheists and try to prove something that's unclean about Jesus. Oh, he's the purest of the pure. He was pure in his speech. Never a man spake like this man. Nothing ever impure came out of the mouth of our Savior. And yet the Bible says no man can tame the tongue, but Jesus did. My Jesus. He was just as pure and holy as he was scathing the hypocrites and saying, Woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites. His mouth and his speech was just as pure as when he was speaking to the little children and rebuking the disciples for forbidding them to come unto him. Oh, never did a mouth speak like his mouth. He's thinking of his mind, the mind of Christ. This is the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you. Jesus never thought an impure thought. He was tempted in all points, like as we are yet without sin. He never had a wicked desire for some woman. Hello? He never did. He's the God-man. Amen? He never had an impure thought. I don't understand all that but I don't understand him either but he's so pure that if we want to be like him then we really have to we have to really change don't we and we've got to really want to change you know why we don't change we don't want to bad enough you know what most of us we we do what we want to do the thing is our want to needs to be changed see if you if if you're not saved today you need to want to be saved and and it's, it's available. Salvation's available. Christ is available to everyone. He died for all. He said, come unto me, all ye that are laid, uh, burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Oh, Jesus is so pure. And then the perfection of Christ. His blood was, His blood was sinless blood. He was sinless. You know what it says? In Him is no sin. In Christ is no sin. And then what did Judas say? I have betrayed the innocent blood. Christ is so perfect. And so pure. And so innocent. By the way, that blood is sufficient to save all that will put their faith in it. All, what is There is a fountain, the song, Dr. Seitler's favorite song, I believe. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Whew. What thoughts to be put down on paper so we can sing those songs. All oh, his blood was a, it was shed for me. Perfection. If you want to find any, anything uh, that's perfect, you, this is the perfect book. Amen? comes from a perfect God, a perfect Christ. Perfection. You'll find it in Jesus. And see, as soon as he takes up residence in your heart, you're made perfect in Christ. And the the perfection and the purity is absolutely essential to get into heaven. We have to have this imputed righteousness or we cannot get in. You can't say, well, Lord, I didn't curse too much. Oh, that won't get you into heaven. Oh, I didn't get drunk too many times, Lord. Oh, I didn't hit my mother but a few times. Hmm? I didn't curse my mother and father but once or twice don't go trying to tell Jesus that that won't work hmm I know I only messed up a few people's lives hmm oh I just got involved with with evil things just a little bit that won't do You have to have the perfection of Christ. And as soon as he comes in, oh, we're clean. We're we're just clean as we ever can get. That's the miracle of salvation. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Miracle of miracles, he saved even me. Amen? Oh, he washed me clean. And that one washing will do for all the eons of ages to come. For what God doeth, he doeth forever. So we get the perfection and the purity of Christ. And then the uh, the third one I want to say is the powerful Christ. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth go ye therefore. Jesus had all power. He walked on the water. I tell you, that's power. He healed the blind man. He healed the ten lepers, and he healed the widow of Nain's son. And up he came. Power! He spake and it was done. He fed the 5,000. You say, well, that was the same as the 4,000. No, it's in the same book, sorry. He he fed 5,000 miraculously, then he fed 4,000 miraculously. And everything Jesus did in a certain regard was all miraculous because he's the miracle man. His very eternal existence is a miracle. He came down and was born of a virgin, but that is not where he started. He is the eternal God-man. He just took on and condescended. He condescended so he could take us up with him one day. Amen? He became a man so we can become a son of God and with him throughout eternity. Oh, what power he had. What power our Savior had. And then patience. Aren't you glad for his patience? Aren't you glad he was patient with you? As I look back and Carol Brothers got up at a testimony meeting in the Riverside Baptist Church many years after I was saved, my wife, I believe, was with me, and she got up and she said, Oh, Jack Harvey, we never thought he'd get saved. He argued about everything everything see they said you couldn't go to the movies and be a good Christian oh I said well they're, they're I don't have a dirty mind and I just picked the good ones well the Baptist still said it's wrong hmm hello then they said they said you shouldn't gamble well I said all I play is Pinocchio. oh well, they didn't like Pinochle either well I just play Canasta Oh, they didn't like can ask. They didn't like any cards at all. I'm talking about the old Baptists now. I'm talking about the old independent Baptists. You know, we're getting in the new movement, aren't we? Where nothing's wrong anymore. But I'm, I'm talking about when I was a teenager. Oh, dancing. Why do they say dancing's wrong? I don't have any bad thoughts. When I'm doing the jitterbug and all that stuff and the waltz, I don't... Well, they said, well, you shouldn't hold a girl close to to you like that. I don't know how I tried to get out of that. I don't remember. But I sure argued about it. You shouldn't hold someone else's wife. Huh? They even said it was wrong to go mixed swimming. Not the Baptists now. The Independent Baptists up there didn't preach against that. But the lady next door, Mr. and Mrs. Hug. I didn't believe in hugging someone else's wife, Mr. and Mrs. Hug. I know that. They didn't even believe in mixed swimming. I said, You mean black and white people? Huh? And they said, no, boys and girls. I said, "What? what is wrong with boys and girls? I swim on the swimming team. We broke the record for, I mean, I could do it now. Hey, man, I was a swimmer. Lived in the pool, me and my brother. They said, no. I said, said, what could be wrong with that? Boys and girls shouldn't look on each other's nakedness. Why didn't my independent Baptist church teach that? The Pentecostals did. Mr. and Mrs. Hug. I went back and searched my Bible and searched my heart and, and asked the Lord to teach me as a young baby Christian. I found out that those Pentecostals had something there. I was arguing with the Baptists, you know. Oh, I was arguing with them before I got saved about everything. And Mrs. Brothers, Carol Brothers, she said, she said, we, we prayed for Jack Harvey to get saved, but man, he really got saved, didn't he? <laughs> I think that was after I preached or something. Boy, did he get, God worked him over good. <laughs> I didn't have any more argument when I got saved. I wanted to be more holy than even the independent Baptists. <laughs> and I wanted to be as holy as the Pentecostals. Pentecostals used to really have holiness. Amen? Their, wives, their women had to have long hair, no jewelry. Oh, there were no lipstick, no makeup. Oh, I didn't care what it was. Whatever God said, I was for it. I got saved. Amen? And I didn't intend to put makeup on anyhow. I, some of those things I didn't have to worry about. I, I was a boy. You say, what do you think about all those things now? I, you know what? I kind of like D.L. Moody. When there's a question, give God the benefit of the doubt. Oh, our pure Jesus, isn't he pure? Do you think the, pre- the Baptists, even the Independent Baptists or the Pentecostals are more holy than God is? Come on now. Oh, no. My Jesus is the purest of the pure, the loveliest of the lovely, the most perfect. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about a perfect gem, you know, getting back to that perfection, a gem. Oh, that's a... I remember I bought uh, my wife's ring for 60 bucks. That was quite a few bucks. You know, how many? 30 Almost 40 years ago, soon, this next year, I'll be fo- married 40 years. I-, I went to the PX. Smart fellow. They had good diamonds. The PX wouldn't allow some junk, junky diamonds. 60 bucks I paid for. Her. Third of a carat. It's not big, I know, but it was still, it was nice ring. She wanted white gold instead of this kind of gold, uh, gold, gold, or whatever. What is that? I don't know what color gold gold anyhow she wanted the white gold so i said, okay and got that ring years and years and years later uh i took it and i wanted to have it cleaned or something and and that that uh man who knew diamonds he said this is a beautiful diamond it's a very very good very good diamond well if you really take a long look at jesus he's just perfect 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 oh he's the ruby of rubies He's the diamond of all diamonds. He's the most expensive of all. He's worthy. He's powerful. He's patient. Aren't you glad he's patient with us? Didn't condemn us to hell. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavily. I'll give you rest. The woman cast at his feet. And he said, doth no man condemn thee? She said, no man, Lord. He said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He didn't say, go and sin a little bit now. Sin a little less. He said, go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn thee. Aren't you glad he's patient with us? He's patient. And then my last point, he's precious. He is precious. Unto you which believe, it says he is precious. Is Jesus precious to you? If you're not saved, I, 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 I just say, I don't think he's precious to you. Not like he's precious to me. My Jesus, is, he's priceless. He's so precious. It says over there, we are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from this vain conversation, but with the precious blood of Christ. When you realize that his blood was shed for you, it's precious blood. And something that's precious is... You just can't, it's just so priceless and precious that nothing can pay for the blood of Christ or the death of Christ on your behalf. His substitutionary death for you. He's priceless. He's so precious. The song says, For He is so precious to me. Do you know Him? You're saved by grace through faith, or you're not saved. And then as believers... He is pure, the purest of the pure. He's the most perfect of all perfect things or beings. He is so powerful. He is so patient. And He is so precious. Our Father, bless, we pray, Thy Word. There's one here without Christ. We pray that this would be the glad day when they... Trust this precious Lord Jesus, this priceless one, this one who gave himself an offering for sin, and may they be saved today. O Lord Jesus, as we spiritually, with our eyes closed, behold thee hanging there on Calvary, dying for sinners like we are, O Lord, what could we give thee, Lord, but ourselves? What could we give? We have nothing to give but our self and our soul and our love and our affection and our adoration. All we have is sin to give thee, Lord, but all oh, we pray that you'll take that sin away and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and do a work in our hearts. We praise thee for thy Self, Giving thyself for us at Calvary's cross. And then the great and glorious resurrection three days later, and that, that, dear Lord, you ever live to make intercession for us. Help us, Lord. In these days of humanism, may we realize that thou art the answer in every need and not ourselves. Help us, we pray. There's one without Christ. Show them their need of Christ. Show them their terrible destiny the terrible punishment, the terrible smoke of their torment. Show them, precious Lord, the awfulness of the flames of hell, and may they come and be saved and have all that condemnation washed away by faith in Thee, Lord Jesus. And then we pray for believers, dear Lord. We have so many needs every day. Our sins are gone, the sins that would take us away from Thee and plunge us into the pit forever. But, dear Lord, we have daily problems, daily pressures, daily needs. Please meet our needs. Please do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And we'll give Thee praise.